0: I'm Paul Taylor, and welcome to another edition of Wisdom Wednesdays. Today, we are going to talk about a very recent research paper that highlighted some of the health risks of artificial sweeteners. Now, artificial sweeteners, as some of you may know, is a, it's a food additive that duplicates the effect of sugar in taste, um, but has lots Less food energy. Now, a number of animal studies have shown convincingly that artificial sweeteners cause weight gain, brain tumors, bladder cancer, and many other health hazards. And this is in animals. uh, But a lot of those studies haven't been replicated in humans. Now, before we dig into this latest study, um, let's talk about what an artificial sweetener is and then some of the other natural sugar substitutes. So natural ones uh, are things such as uh, hydrogenated starch, inulin, um, lacetol, um, there's um, maltitol, um, mannitol, things like this, um, sorbitol as well stevia um, xylitol so there's a whole list of natural ones and we're not going to talk about these in this uh, podcast we might talk about them in another podcast but in terms of artificial sweeteners probably the most common one is aspartamine, and then there's something else called um, acesulfame K and also saccharin and sucralose right so they're the ones that we are going to talk about and in this stuff Um, It's called Artificial Sweeteners and Cancer Risk Results from the Nutrinet Santé Population-Based Cohort Study. And it was published recently in PLOS Medicine, um, which is an open access journal. So what they did, this big uh, Nutrinet Santé study is a a large population of French adults, over 100,000 of them, that have been followed up for um, um, coming up to 10 years and and what they basically do is look at their diet and and see what happens to people over time. And I've actually talked about a number of these studies um, on ultra-processed foods that have come out of this population. So, right, it's a big study population that uh, has been looked at, poked and prodded, tracked over time, and see who gets what disease. And then they try to tie it back um, to their nutritional habits. Um, so in this study um they they looked at um the, the association with cancer risk, as I said, but they used um statistical methods to actually adjust for things such as how fat people were and how high they were, whether they actually gained weight over time, whether they had diabetes, whether they had a family history of cancer, um, but also the amount of alcohol that they consumed, their energy intake, sodium saturated fat, sugar, fruit, vegetables, whole grains, dairy products, all of this stuff, right? So even though it's an observational study, they try to control for all of these factors. So what they did in this study was looked at them uh, at their intakes of artificial sweeteners and then looked at their risk of developing cancer over time. So here's what they found. If the individual um, was above the median, so if you you took the intakes all the way from the smallest to the highest amount of intakes, the median are the people sitting in the middle, right? So um, those that were sitting above the median had an increased um, risk of cancer, of of, uh, the hazard ratio, which we talk about, is 1.13, which meant that there was a 13% increased risk of cancer overall cancer this is. Not just one cancer, but overall. And some of you may have heard me talk about before and um, the big study that came out that showed that if you have significant amounts of processed meat, such as bacon, salami, those sorts of things, and um, people who had significant amounts of those had an 18% increased risk for colorectal cancer. Now, that's one single cancer. In this study, those who were having higher amounts had a 13% increased risk of all cancers. And that was particularly, it was even worse for a um, which is a 15% increased risk. And this asylfim K, um, which had a 13% increased risk of cancer. And they also observed higher risks in the females for breast cancer, a 22% increased risk for breast cancer, and also a 13% increased risk of um, obesity-related cancers. Um, now, this is obviously a pretty disturbing research paper. And here's what the author said, and I quote... Our findings do not support the use of artificial sweeteners as safe alternatives for sugar in foods or beverages and provide important and novel information to address the controversies about their potential adverse health effects. While these uh, results need to be replicated in other large-scale cohorts and underlying mechanisms clarified by experimental studies, they provide important and novel insights for the ongoing re-evaluation of food additive sweeteners by the European Food Safety Authority and other health agencies globally. Take home, don't eat this shit. Now, they did recognise that there were limitations given that it's an observational study, and I've talked about those limitations ad nauseum on this podcast, but... Um, it is supported by experimental studies in in vitro, um, and which is basically in the test tube, and backed up by a wealth of animal studies that show that these are artificial sweeteners are cancer causing. They also cause weight gain, and they disrupt the gut microbiome, um, and they just do basically lots of nasty stuff at a cellular level so i think this is pretty clear evidence that we should knock this stuff on the head and the important thing is it's often not um you're often not told on the packaging whether it's a spartamine or what's actually in it so just to provide a bit of clarity on that and um, when you're looking at the at the ingredients list if it says E951, that's basically Aspartamine um, E950 is Asulfim K um, and they were the two worst offenders. and then sucralose is E955 so see those numbers? Avoid them like the plague So that is it for me for this week Catch you next time So that's a wrap for today's edition of the podcast. If you're enjoying it, please leave us a review as they really do help much more than you think. Remember to check out the show notes for today's episode and also remember to hit subscribe so that you get notified early of new releases of the podcast. See you next time.